Well, you know what that means. Get those car care questions ready for Nick Stoffel, who is an ASC certified technician who runs a place called Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Hi, Nick. Good morning to you. Good morning, Danny. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. And I hope you uh, you and your crews are at uh, Lloyd's Automotive as well. Uh, if uh, you're new to the show, thanks for joining us. Uh, Nick and his partners have uh, helped us out here on CCO for many, many years, and we'll do the same today. So if you uh, if you need to bring in your vehicle for service, your favorite shop or your favorite dealer, and you want to know what could be ailing before you walk through that door, always good to have more information. Uh, call or, or uh, text Nick on our uh, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. That number is, for either phone call or text, 651 651- Four six one nine two two six. But keep in mind, if you do have a car care question, don't wait. Let us hear from you as soon as you can, because Nick takes his leave about seven forty-five this morning, and uh, making way for Jack Farrell's wine chat. So give us a call or send a text, whichever is easier for you. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Nick, I wasn't planning on talking to you guys, uh, you and uh, and your your, your crews there at Lloyd's about. Uh, catalytic converters. I thought there may have been kind of a slowing down, but I, I was watching uh, television news last night. And evidently, uh, there are different avenues now for it. Law enforcement thinks they're going overseas. Have you heard that story? And are you seeing any kind of a catalytic converter theft yet, uh, uh, repairs at Lloyd's? You know, it seems it kind of goes in cycles. Um, you know, we'll have an uptick for a couple of weeks, and then there's a bit of a, a down leg. I don't know if somebody gets apprehended or if they move to a different part of town. But, um, you know, I, I would say it's backed off from the peak here, maybe, you know, a year ago or, you know, nine months ago when it was kind of a, a nonstop process. And, you know, the truth is a lot have been taken, and a lot of measures have been taken to prevent them. So I think maybe we're starting to win this this battle here and keeping people from having that uh, horrible experience of having that taken. And, you know, you hear stories of uh, scrapyards, which, you know, I think that there's a lot of works behind the scenes to prevent that. You hear overseas, out of state, and, you know, I, I have no idea where they're going, but hopefully they find the solution to keep from this uh, unfortunate crime, which really creates uh you know, not only a financial situation, but puts people without their vehicle. A lot of these parts are on back order, so the timing just gets really drawn out, and it's just, uh, it's really frustrating. Now, Nick, and we've talked about it in the past, are, are the manufacturers coming out with uh, with other types of catalytic converters that maybe don't have these precious metals in them? Not that I'm aware of. However, the placement, you know, it's a really it's the most essential emissions component of the vehicle. It's, a, it's the scrubber, the filter, the cleaner. It's what cleans all the uh, pollutions out of the exhaust before it leaves the vehicle. Now, if that component or part is designed to be mounted on the manifold up out of underneath the vehicle, it's not very accessible and you can't really steal it without a significant amount of time. The cars that we see issues with, where there's a few make, make the models of the most popular they're very accessible right underneath the bottom the belly of the vehicle. So either some shields have been designed to cover them. Um, we actually use rebar and weld to kind of build a cage. Um, and the vehicles, like I said, if they're mounted or designed out of the area, which may be, will become more common going forward, this problem will go away. Wow. Let's hope so. 
All right, let's grab a phone call or two before we take a quick break. Tim is calling in, I believe, uh, from Minneapolis this morning. Tim, you're on CCO with Nick. Good morning, Nick. I've got a 2013 Chevy Suburban, and uh, the stable link light just came on along with the traction control. And I've, I've tried to Google it, and I can't find anything that talks about that. So if that light is a one-time occurrence, I would disregard it. If it's something that's coming in more and more of a drive cycle, I'd likely have somebody get some codes out of it. My quick assumption over the you know the phone here um, is likely one of the sensors or one of the wheels isn't reading accurately or it's slightly out of calibration, meaning that it's reading differently than the other three wheels. So if the four wheels are reading at a different rate, the car might think that you need traction control or stability track or even ABS. So the car is just doing what it sees, great. The car might think that you need traction control or stability track or even ABS. So the car is just doing what it sees. It's just a matter of getting the wrong signal. So if it happens once every few months, I wouldn't be worried about it. Maybe a little dirt or something got caught up in there. But if it's occurring on a regular basis, especially as we transition into the winter in a few months, you want to make sure that system's operating properly. So, if it is a continuous problem, have someone get a look at that for you. All right, very good. Thank you, Tim. Uh, Dave, I believe, is also calling from the city of Minneapolis to uh, ask Nick a question. Uh, Dave, you're on CCO with Nick. Well, what can we do for you? <clears throat> Thanks. Um, I have a prized 1989 Suzu Trooper with the 2.8-liter V6 GM engine. It runs well, pretty well, except a little bit rough idle. I uh, noticed that the oil pressure had dropped just a little bit, and I thought, let's change over to synthetic oil. So I did. The oil filter I took out was like lead, and I and I put in the synthetic, and uh, that oil only had 750 miles on it. And then I thought, better change the air filter and PC valve, too. There was some oily... Uh, deposit around in, in the air filter. So I got it all set up with the new oil and ran it oh, only 50 miles and the oil is already turning a little bit amber again. What do you think is going on? Well, it, it's a it's a vehicle with a few years and a few miles on it. Um, over time, carbon floods, those types of things will build up in the valve train, up under the valve cover, all the crevices and areas of the engine so i think being proactive maybe you change your oil uh, a little more often use a good quality synthetic use a good quality filter you know it's going to take you know a few oil changes but i think you can combat that uh, and help extend the life of the vehicle but you can't take away wear and tear so good quality oil good quality oil filter Take your oil change interval and shorten it. You know, if you're doing every 5,000 miles, maybe go four. If you're doing every 3,000 miles, maybe go 2,500. But just shorten that interval the next few oil changes and see if that doesn't uh, help remedy or maybe prolong the life of the vehicle for you. And uh, we mentioned it before, too, uh, Nick, that it does make a difference. You kind of get what you pay for as far as oil filters, not only oil, but oil filters, don't you? Absolutely, and... You know, a lot of uh, a lot of the oil and filters, a lot of marketing behind that, and like you said, what you pay, you get what you pay for. So when you're looking at that shelf and there's a 
bunch of options. You don't have to buy the most premium filter, but don't buy the one that costs you $2. The, yeah. An engine costs thousands and thousands of dollars to replace or repair. Give it, the, give it a good filter. You know, spend the 6 7 $8 on that filter. And same with oil. Buy a good quality oil. Don't buy the, the one at the bottom of the shelf that's the cheapest. That's not going to serve you or your vehicle very well. Not for the engine's lifeblood, for sure. Uh, we're going to take a quick break on to alert Maureen. You're going to be first up here out of the chute when we come back, so don't go away. If you have any kind of a car care question, now is your chance. 651-461-9226. Denny Long here along with Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. In the Twin Cities now, we have, uh, well, that hasn't changed now in the past hour. 67 degrees on our way to 82. Still a chance of showers today. Uh, Sunday looks like partly sunny. Tomorrow, high near 74. Right now, 67. Here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with ASC certified technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. Uh, Nick, tell everybody where you guys are located, how to find you. Well, real quick here, Danny, I want to share with you, I'm actually in my truck this morning down at the uh. Little League field here. Silas <laughs> and I are getting ready for his 8 o'clock game. Hi. Hey, good morning. You good luck today. Yeah. 8 a.m. game, you know, why not on a Saturday, huh? Absolutely. That's well, right. how, when you're not, uh, you know, at the at Little League, uh, where, where can we find you? So if you need to find us at Lloyd's, as you know, we're at 982 Grand Avenue. That's two blocks east of Lexington Parkway. If you ever have to call us, uh, we're at 651-228-1316. And then if you're on your device, your computer, what have, uh, it's lloydsautomotive.net. And that's L-L-O-Y-D-S automotive.net. We'll get you that number and information before Nick leaves us, which is about 745. So Nick is, uh, as usual, multitasking today. Uh, we're going to grab a phone call or two or text. If you have any kind of a car care question, please don't wait. As I said, Nick is, uh, takes his leave about 745. So call us or text us, 651-461-9226, any kind of a car care question you might have. We promised Maureen calling in from Hamill this morning that she would be on, and that we appreciate your patience, Maureen. What, what's your question for Nick? Well, I don't have a question. I just actually have a comment. So I've listened to the show on and off for years, and uh, now my daughter is going to school over in that area. And um, she blew a tire the other night, and then even after it was changed, was still having problems. So I thought, well, heck, I'll call Lloyd's. And I have to say that... It is everything that they say it is. The experience was so positive. And, you know, she took her car over there. They explained everything to her. And uh, it was just a, a very good experience from A to Z. So I just wanted to call in for that and say thank you. Well, what a nice thing to do, Maureen. Thank you again. Thanks for your patience waiting all that time to to give a compliment, unsolicited. Uh, and that, that, that kind of rings true. That always makes you feel good, doesn't it, Nick? Absolutely. You know, you uh, we, we do try hard and we care tremendous. You know, it's gotten difficult in, you know, in the last year or two here. We've been so busy that we, we try to run a schedule the best we can and have moments and time for these people in a, in a, in a, in a situation where they're stuck or stranded. And uh, we do a pretty decent job. We don't bat a thousand, but we uh, I promise you we put our best foot forward every day. And that's Absolutely. I guess the best Boy, I guarantee that, too. 
for sure. And it is a good feeling. I mean, you 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 are, you know, you're like a lot of good managers. Uh, you surround yourself with good people, and you can walk into Lloyd's. I mean, this is not a paid commercial here, but because it's true, you you have good people around you, which makes the whole experience uh, better, even for you well, too, right? Myself, Big Nick, uh, Jim, as you know, and we got Brandon there now, and you know the guys in the back. We don't lose technicians. You know, we have people that retire or move, but we have a really loyal, uh, long following. You know, most of our technicians have been there for 10 years or more, maybe a couple or a little bit less, but everyone, uh, it's a family. It, it truly is. Yeah, you know, we, yeah. I, I don't know how to better describe it, but it's, uh, it's where I want to work for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Nick, hang on. We're going to take a break for weather and uh, come back back. We have about another 12 minutes or so to get your car care questions answered. So by all means, call us or text us. 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO Weather coming up. Stay with us. Had a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show here uh, every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour. Thanks to our good friends at Lloyd's Automotive. Nick Stoffel is an ASC certified technician who runs that place you can find on Grand Avenue. We'll tell you where in a moment or two. Uh, Nick has a few more minutes to spend with us, and if you have uh, any kind of a car care question, now is your chance. 651-461-9226. Nick, I believe Paul is calling in, been hanging on to his cell phone there to ask you a question. Thank you, Paul. What is your question for Nick? Hi, Nick. Um, my question is, I'm in recovery, and I have a lot of friends that are also in recovery. And one of the biggest issues for people um, is transportation. And um, a lot of us have no money, so we have to buy a very inexpensive car. Um, what would be something you would look for um, in buying a car for like under a thousand dollars? That's going to get you around. Um, in my experience, it's the drivetrain on on most vehicles are is a lot better than it used to be. Um, my trouble now is like with suspension and stuff like that, like a ball joint or brake or something. But or what would you? What would be the first thing you'd look for? Well, the, you know, um, when you're looking at a very inexpensive vehicle. Um, it'd be nice if you knew who you're getting the vehicle from. So, you know, it's been roadworthy. It's been driven. It's not something somebody pieced back together to try to flip. Because uh, it can be really frightening, especially with the way costs have got on used vehicles that we see a lot of vehicles that come in that maybe were not cared for as advertised might have an underlying problem that somebody's aware of that's trying to quick get rid of the vehicle before it's catastrophic. So, um, have somebody look at the vehicle. If you can find this vehicle from somebody that you know that's been driving it and it's been functioning and operating, those would be my two steps. Make a model at that price point probably isn't that critical. Just safety. Safety and, and the hopes that it's going to be reliable. Um, and, you know, the, the best of luck is, like I said, the, the used car market right now is so inflated and it's very limited options. So you're going to have to do your diligence, be patient, hopefully the right vehicle comes along. And there is word that, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Nick, that uh, prices are coming down somewhat. But you're right; uh, it, it, it's <laughs> it's uh, very expensive, even for uh, older used cars. But uh, yeah, good luck to you. Good luck and and uh, good luck with your entire life, there, my friend. Yep, and uh, you know, Denny, you mentioned earlier on the weather, the forecast that you know, I want to remind people that you mean the fifties at the end of the week. 
you need to start thinking about getting your car winterized, not today or tomorrow, but um, automotive shops have been running a week or two behind. So don't, don't wait too long to make the appointment. You can always make an appointment for a month from now, but get on somebody's schedule soon so you don't end up on the wrong end of a snowstorm. I suppose that is a result of uh, vehicles either being unavailable, uh, let's face it, because of uh, lack of parts or whatever, uh, or uh, folks not being able to afford certain uh, used cars. They're getting their own repaired, and that's why you guys like Ed Lloyd's are busy. Absolutely, and truthfully, cars are not worn out. You know, cars are a bit of a luxury, but a necessity at some point, and Oftentimes we feel that the vehicle, we're ready for a new one. We're, we're starting to think differently. Like, I got a couple more good years in this car. An investment of X amount of dollars makes sense, especially with costs the way they are. So, you know, if you're ready for a new car and you have the means, you found the vehicle, buy, you should do that. But if you're looking to hold off, a little bit of uh, care will go a long ways. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Texter says this, Nick. Good morning, a 2008 Ford Taurus. It's got 106,000 miles on it. After filling the vehicle with gas and parking in the garage, the next time I get in to drive it, I can smell gas inside and outside also. That's even before starting. When filling, I always stop at the first auto shutoff at the pump. No other issues. No check engine light. Thank you for your thoughts, listener says. So my suspicion is part of the venting system isn't sealed. Obviously, when we fill our cars with gas, we have a tank that holds all the fuel, but there's vapors also. Those vapors are contained in an emission system, the evaporative system. And by design, when you run the vehicle, it's supposed to consume those and burn them off instead of putting them out in the air. Well, if you have a leak in that system, it's not a fuel leak in the traditional sense. It's an air leak. And those vapors, which is the strong smell of fuel, can get into the car, into the garage. Um, I would say next time they're in for service, maybe they can leave it with the shop for a bit of time so they can identify that. And uh, maybe it's just as simple as a hose, to be honest. So worth getting looked at, worth getting fixed, clearly, um, and hopefully not too big of a fix. Uh, speaking of uh, what the texter says, uh, Nick, about uh, letting uh, let letting the uh, first auto shut off, uh, stop at the pump, and I've read and heard in recent years, that uh, don't don't top it off. I mean, when it does click, leave it. Don't try to uh, not overfill, but you know what I'm saying, to, to top it off. Why, is that true, and why is that true that you should not do that is what I've read? 100% true. Depending on the setup, as I mentioned, that evaporative system, what that is is that there's a canister, a charcoal canister that contains and holds those vapors. If we keep adding, adding, trying to get to the next dollar or whatever you want to call it, that fuel comes up the filler neck into those venting tubes. Those tubes are meant for air, not fuel. If fuel gets into those tubes, that fuel can get into that canister and cause that carbon charcoal to break down, plug up, and create a repair. So by design, as the pressure comes up to the uh, filler neck, the pump clicks off, that's when it's full. That's when you should stop. If you keep adding, you run the risk of creating a, a, a repair on your end. Uh, we just have just we're just about out of time, and I know you got to get to to some uh, little league now. A, a texter says this, and we've had this uh, before too. Texter does not drive a lot. What is the minimum amount of time I should get my oil and filter changed? Texter says at a minimum annually in our climate because of the freezing season and then the hot season. It's not just the oil wearing out, but we run the issues of uh, the 
oil will co- uh, collect moisture. That moisture gets into oil, creates sludge. So at a minimum annually, ideally twice a year to get out that winter what have and same with the summer. So, you know, it's fairly inexpensive maintenance. It'll keep your engine happy and going for a really long time. I can't stress enough. We always stretch those oil change intervals that the simplest thing you can do is change the oil in the vehicle to keep it uh, running as it should. Absolutely. Nick, thank you. How do we get in touch with uh, you guys at Lloyd's if we need some help? If you got to give us a call, uh, we're not here on Saturdays. Uh, we, we, we're giving the, the, the crew a little more work-life balance, and it's working out really well for the, the guys. But during the regular work week, we're at 651-228-1316. If you're on Grand Avenue, we're at 982. And if you're on your uh, your computer, your phone, your device, it's lloydsautomotive.net. Well, good luck in that game today, Nick. Thank you for your help. We'll do another show next week. What do you say? Bye. Yep, thanks, Bye. Annie. All right, good luck, you guys. Thanks very much. Uh, Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive uh, on his way to the ballpark. Uh, in the Twin Cities right now, we have uh, 67 degrees and a chance of showers today. Stay tuned next for Jack Farrell's Wine Chat and then get those lawn and garden questions ready. Mary Meyer from the U of M will be answering those questions on our Smart Garden Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO.